Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Live from Sherwood Forest. Hour one of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins now. I am the aforementioned Eric Von Hessler, but I'm not alone. Autumn Fisher is right there. Hello. That empty seat is usually where Jared Yamamoto, my faithful producer, sits, but not so faithful this week. He's where is uh, he? has the audacity to take time to himself. What do they vacation? I, as a man who's been underemployed for a year and a half, I don't understand this concept of vacations. <laughs> but I guess fully employed people do take them, and he's on his. We'll try to do the best we can without him. Also, English Nick here, who is uh, stepping up to do the producer role. But uh, I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see how this show goes. I'm not used to working this hard on a Sunday. So. I recognize that, sir. Ooh. We're going to see how this goes. But it's been uh, it's been a crazy kind of week of news. I have to say that mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I wasn't looking forward to being on the air this week. Now, I love being on the air. Sure. But this is one of those weeks where I feel like the the uh, the, the news cycle got so weird and twisted mm-hmm. that I almost didn't even want to you know comment on it. You know, you've got like on one side, uh, Donald Trump is uh, giving out the cell phone number of people in that he's running against uh, in in his uh, in his uh, primary, which is you know ridiculous enough. On the other side, one of the Democrat candidates had to actually apologize for saying that all lives matter, and I thought to myself. I don't even know if I want to discuss this stuff. It's so it's becoming such a clown show. So uh, I me discussing it gives it legitimacy. But hmm. you know what? They pay me to discuss it. So let's get to it. It's time for headlines of the week. That's right. We're only here once a week, so we go over the headlines of the week. English Nick, usually Jared Yamamoto, who's I don't know where he is. I don't know what's up with him. But English Nick. So will step we can in. talk about Trump. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be silly like the Huffington. You know about the Huffington Post? Well, the Huffington yeah. Post announced a couple <clears throat> of weeks ago that oh yeah they were no longer going to cover Donald Trump in the politics sure. campaign portion. They were going to relegate him to their entertainment pages because Ooh, in their idea, that's all he's. Which just goes to show you about the Huffington Post. You're not a real news organization. It, it's 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 typical of the news organizations now. We'll decide yeah. what's legitimate rather than just saying, hey. Society is happening, and we're reporters, and we sent somebody out there to bring back the story to let you know what was going on in case you weren't there. Put them next to the funnies. <laughs> <laughs> they belong in the. That's they should put them in the comic strip area. So it just kind of goes to show you. I mean, I've I've been very. Uh, <clears throat> dismissive of actually i don't think i've been dismissive of trump i've been pretty forthright in saying i think he's a mistake for the country and not Mm. a good idea but i i can't pretend that he's not popular how is the huffington post going to pretend that he's he's not doing something the entire campaign news cycle is driven by this guy so why stop here what's up with trump all right he's on the attack again and this time it's uh, scott walker who's the target of uh, trump's latest tirade well i guess that's because Mm. now he finds himself trump finds himself i think in second place uh to uh walker to walker in iowa Mm -hmm. which is the first state they don't they actually caucus they don't actually do the primary in a voting way they caucus state but the first state that's going to register who we like 
come primary season, the real primary season is going to be Iowa. So it's a big deal that Donald Trump is is doing well there. And I guess, yeah, do you, now, DeMarco, we have a couple different cut lists for you. You can look for Trump on Walker. And I have a little bit of a cut. I, I want to, while you look for that cut, uh, Donald Trump has gotten a little smarter this week. I mean, mm. I've gone after him for weeks and weeks and weeks because it's all bull in the china shop. And I don't believe for a moment that he's going to be able to stay on this. He's still going to say something outrageous. But uh, I have to admit, because I like people to know that this show is more interested than ideological. Mm-hmm. So I want to be objective as much as possible. Trump probably had his best week this week. Outside of the cell phone nonsense with Lindsey Graham, uh, his day at the border, I got to say that for the first time, I'm not going to say he looked presidential, but for the first time, he didn't look outwardly non-presidential. You know, mm-hmm. he, he didn't look to me like he was screaming, I could never be your president. And, uh, and then when he went to Iowa, you'll notice this, if we have the right clip on Walker, he, his voice is, he's starting to get a little bit smoother and not be so, he doesn't scream everything. And he's the only guy that's ahead of me, and I, I can't believe I'm in second place. I finally am in second place to Iowa, but he is next door. But folks, will you please put me in first place so I feel better? I've never heard a candidate. <laughs> <laughs> like beg like that? I mean, come on, people. This guy has yeah, two Yeah, totally changed. I'm yeah. like, hey, you guys are dumb-dumbs. Yeah. Now it's like, uh, hey, um, guys, uh, could you just make me number one, please? Yeah, he's, gone, like, he's gone from De Niro to Pesci. Yeah. It's like he went. Come on, yeah, come on, you do it for me, huh? You do yeah. it for me. Come on, be a man. Like he went into a lab and they they dabbled with his brain or something yeah. this week. <laughs> well, I mean, look what happens. It. You start these things, and then all of a sudden, you, you know, you're a long shot, and then all of a sudden, you're in the lead, and it starts to occur to you that, well, maybe I need to be a little more responsible here. I think he did do a good job at the border, which could have been a disaster. Uh, and what he shows when he, and believe me, I am not. I still think that. Donald Trump would be the worst president in the history of history. But being objective, uh, he did have a good day at the border. And the way that he just shows up and just says, okay, what questions do you have, really makes Hillary look bad, I think. People aren't concentrating on it that way. But what he's showing is, uh, I'll stand up and I'll talk to anybody at any time. Mm -hmm. And that's what gets him in trouble. But next to Hillary Clinton, who is, is she in that bunker that Cheney was in mm-hmm. after 9-11? I don't know where she is. I'm right here. Well, you're not speaking to anybody. A lot of things happening, a lot of things going on. You're slipping in the polls. We don't hear from you. Listen, I'm very busy looking on Twitter and yeah. updating my Instagram. Uh, you got, uh, I noticed Pictures of my granddaughter. I noticed, Hillary. Hashtag relatable. Your... <laughs> Your wardrobe is changing. Obviously, you've done some sort of. Some people you Hillary t- Blue was not polling well. Saw you in stripes the other day. Yes, you sometimes were, stripes a little. We're we're testing that out along with a very bright uh, red. A little uh, mm. little uh, Pat Benatar thing going on with the shirt that I saw you wearing a couple days ago. I thought it might have seen a bra strap at one point. But I do wear a bra just like many female Americans. Women, women, women. Very very important women. Uh, so. So this is, this is even, like, in a, in a weird way, if Trump actually becomes a better candidate, it's going to make it more difficult for the party, I think. Because I think people are fooling themselves if they don't think in the end that Donald Trump will hurt the party. I, you know, can you imagine this guy speaking two nights before the uh, uh, inauguration? I mean, at the, at the convention? Can you, how can this guy ever back somebody else for the nomination? Mm-hmm. He goes after everybody, going after Walker. I mean, in, in very, very hard terms like he said scott walker is a terrible governor 
All right, Jeb Bush would be a terrible president. He's already on the record with this stuff. So if he doesn't win the nomination, how does he show up at a convention with, without losing his essential Trumpness, which is I'm a truth talker, right? right? I don't back off. If he doesn't win and he still speaks at the convention, he's going to have to defy Trumpism and basically say, "Oh, it's just I, I, you know what? He's really a good guy, and you should vote for him." I think that the thing that ultimately is going to upset and alienate a lot of Republicans is it's quite obvious to me that he'll never speak at that convention mm. because if he doesn't get the nomination, I truly believe he's going to run in a third party and basically hand it to Hillary. I would imagine if Hillary can even get the uh, nomination. I don't know. I've never seen someone struggle so much with zero competition to to get a nomination. I don't. I don't is this your strategy? Just to lie low or you know, come back and hit us next year or what? You know, lying low is a way of lying. Of well, <laughs> you know, there are Ooh. many different directions to go here. Yeah. I could lie low. I could be out in the public mm-hmm. a little more, or I could just be right down the middle. Yeah, you like uh, <laughs> you like being with the public. I can see that you you, you seem very natural with, with, yes, uh, with the people. Yes, because I understand what they're going through. These young Americans these days, mm-hmm. with all their passwords, it's very difficult to remember all these passwords. Oh yeah, you would know. That's why you only keep one phone, right? What's the deal with passwords, <laughs> you guys? Hashtag hard to remember passwords. <laughs> Hashtag first female president you are so relatable and fresh hashtag relatable hashtag hashtag hash browns no wonder the kids love you hillary you know know. short-circuiting a little bit here hash browns (laughs) you don't know what you're gonna say next next story uh there was yeah trump had a good week uh, i have to admit as a candidate (laughs) i'm I'm just saying you still be the worst president in the history of history I took a lot this week. People were all over me about being on Donald Trump. I mean, I know. some of the meanest stuff being sent to me, but I, you know, I got to stand my ground. I know what I know. And uh, that guy, you want to look at Donald Trump? Look at when he ran a USFL team. He had a football team. All right. You want to see how he runs things? Go look at how he ran that one. All right. Go ahead. Uh, in the wake of the terrible shooting this week in Lafayette, Louisiana, they're saying that the movie theater shooter was still able to buy a gun, even though he had some uh, some mental problems. Yeah, this guy was obviously mental. He's, some people, you can just see their picture. Definitely. Go, oh, boy, okay, that guy was messed up. John Russell Hauser. Yeah, just, you know, you could tell this guy was 56 years old. Mm-hmm. His his family had basically gotten a restraining order against him. Uh, he had been stopped from having guns for some other purposes in the past, but somehow didn't show up in the federal registry. You know, and then... I mean, how many of us, again, you wake up and there's another shooting in a theater. This is, this is somewhat apples and oranges. But the week before Chattanooga, which is a military thing, mm-hmm. uh, the Batman shooter you know, being found guilty. And you wake up again and it's another thing. And, you know, something I, – I, look, we have the Second Amendment and that's sacrosanct. But people on the right have to stop just laughing at people on the left when they say, you know what, we're just – can we stop having these – movie theater shootings and it's just i know that it's the news cycle but i want to warn people uh from libertarians such as myself conservatives we need to stop just saying no and start saying look this is what we think the answer is is there an answer for this do we just throw our hands up is this the new normal it's just that uh every uh three weeks or two months or something we're just going to have a story like this and i really think we need to talk about this is it the new normal do we just say look we're not going to do anything about this because we can't do anything about it and it's just going to happen from time to time mm-hmm. i mean i i would at least like, like to come to that understanding you know but it amazes me that people on the right 
can't understand how people on the left are so exasperated about this. It's the same way I can't understand why people on the left don't understand why people on the right are so up in arms about abortion when they, when they believe that you're murdering somebody. You know, no matter where you stand on the issue, it just seems to me that we ought to be able to talk to each other and go, look, I understand your concern. Right. All right? We're all tired of waking up every three weeks or four weeks mm-hmm. and finding out that another theater has been shot up. And now I saw some people are saying, well, you ought to be able to be armed in a theater. Look, I'm off with the Second Amendment, but I don't know that crossfire in a dark theater is really a good idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, this is a talk about a conversation that needs to be had where both sides kind of come down a little bit from their rhetoric and say, look, the Second Amendment is sacrosanct. It's in the Bill of Rights. It's not going anywhere. We've got a problem with these public mass shootings. What do we do? And both sides need to respect the other side long enough to at least come to the table. And I think that, that drum roll right there by the great Roger Taylor tells me mm-hmm. we'll have a couple more headlines. WSB. Welcome back. Channel 2's Brad Nitz is calling for a high of 90 degrees today. Sun and clouds mixed with isolated storms and a 20% chance of rain. This weather brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. And I was going to... You know, I, was, I, I usually adhere to the, uh, the Bortz rule in talk radio, which is uh, abortion and gun control are two areas you just don't want to get into because they're never resolved and everybody just sort of gets mad and walks away and you don't really get a whole lot out of it. What I'm thinking of this week with the movie theater shooting and also some of the stuff that happened with Planned Parenthood is I think about either side has to just mock the other side. Like, I don't, I figure, I think that the left should at least say, well, you know what? Uh, the people who are against abortion feel as if human lives are being uh, are, are being uh, people are being murdered. That's what they think, you know. That people that human lives are actually being excised, and people on the right ought to be able to understand people on the left who are concerned that these mass shootings just seem like they're becoming more and more. And I know a lot of a lot of stories in crime. Uh, we hear more about them, but maybe even there's less of them than there used to be. But we have a 24-hour news cycle, so you hear about right. them, about them more. Other, but there was never a time, believe me, when shooting up a theater didn't make major national news. So these stories are, I think, creeping up, and you have to wonder how much of it is copycat because they see it. You know, you see it on the news. I'm, a, I get a little annoyed. There's nothing you could do about this, right? I mean, it's always about the shooter. You know, I can't stand these stories. You know, we're learning more about the Chattanooga mm-hmm. shooter. I don't want to learn more about them. I want the military to learn more about them. I want intelligence to learn more about them. But I'm not interested in the humanizing process yeah. of these people. And then we hear about uh, learning more about the Lafayette, Louisiana movie shooter. I don't want to know more about him. He was obviously the crazy dude, you know. Uh, but I do believe in the Second Amendment. But I also understand why people are frustrated that this stuff continues. Yeah. And I think the beginning of a conversation on gun control and abortion would be nice if the people from either side said, look, there's a real concern about human life here yeah. on both sides. And maybe that's a place to begin to talk about what can be done. But I'm probably, you know, whistling past the grid. Discussion is what you're My saying. My positive attitude is so 1963. <laughs> And that was before I was born. Pathé News. All right, we're going to have a little something we call... Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Welcome back. I am Eric Von Hessler. 
That's Autumn Fisher. Yellow. That's English Nick. Jared Yamamoto is on vacation. You know, if it's Sunday, there's two things in mind here. The Von Hessler Doctrine. Uh-huh. This week, John Schmoltz, the great John Schmoltz, goes into the Hall of Fame. That's another thing on Sunday. But every Sunday, I think of the Von Hessler Doctrine, and I think of the Sunday AJC. Pick up your Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution for an investigation that undercovers six... Un, uh, not undercovers, the opposite. Uncovers <laughs> 65 cases of citizens shot to death by police in domestic disputes. Stories you'll, you'll never read anywhere else. How accountable are police when they kill someone at home? Uh, if it's Sunday, go out and get your Sunday AJC. And if it's Sunday at 1.36, it's time for a little segment we call... What the... What the... What the... Seriously, what the... WTF. It's the end of With the segment. Oops, Autumn Fisher. It's the beginning of the segment. It's the beginning of a segment. Here we go. So, a cyclist in Idaho uh, might have started a fire after taking a number two in the woods. <laughs> what? Yeah. How does that go together, you ask? Well, I'll tell well, you. I'm wondering, was he himself incendiary in what he was <laughs> leaving behind, or was it his behavior? He had to go. He was on fire, but he also had to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no, he uh, lit his uh, used toilet paper on fire Ugh. because he didn't want to be... Uh, uh, Fine for littering. He was trying to be a good guy. Yeah, he, was trying. he thought, okay, I'm going to take care of. I, I did my business, and now I'm going to not leave this uh, toilet paper behind. And he decided to sort of light it on fire. Watch it, which I guess maybe in ma- some seasons, maybe that's the right thing. They say what uh-huh. you should do in case autumn. I know that you're an outdoors lady. Oh yeah. Um, I only go outdoors. I, I know. I know this about you. You're very hippy dippy in that way. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do. I is- use my toilet for storage. <laughs> 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 what you need to do, apparently, is to uh, dig a hole and bury it. Uh, sure. And that's the right way to take care of that sort of thing and not uh, not set it on fire. But it is, obviously, it's a tinderbox out there because it was like a little... little Toilet like little, paper, little and then woof, 73 acres are up in wow. a couple of hours. So be careful when you're out there. Although I, I do, now they say they might make this guy pay for it, yeah. which has been going on a lot lately where if you cause something and they know that you've caused it and it takes a lot of manpower, a lot of hours, a lot of equipment, then you are actually forced to pay part of it or all of it given your circumstance. And I'm for that when somebody's being truly like, like doing something stupid negligent too. well you could say this is negligent because he started the fire through his actions but i mean when people really the, it annoys me when uh, people do something stupid like i'm just gonna go walking in the woods by myself and they don't have alzheimer's or something just like a 30 year old doesn't know better you, you got to have a buddy system you don't just walk in the middle of nowhere by yourself and so things that where you should know better and then you know sometimes lives are lost trying to save your life getting you out of some kind of ravine in some canyon or something mm-hmm. and i usually get annoyed in those situations because you should have known better and you should pay for this it seems like this guy was trying to do the right thing and then started a fire believe me it has happened to me metaphorically i have tried to do the right thing and started fires many times in my life <laughs> so he, i feel for this guy was he carrying <laughs> toilet paper with him but well, not a way like not one of those little shovels that you do well I, I i i i think that uh, obviously he's done this before he's and got, it's all Matt, he's got a lighter yeah he's got toilet paper oh he's, he's this is how he was 
I'm, this wasn't the first time, right? <laughs> I guess. He's done this many times, and if this is what me, he does. I would never think, oh, I got to light this toilet paper on fire now. <laughs> you know, it would just be like, <laughs> let's put some leaves on top of it and get out of here. Well, I'm sure that he was in the Boy Scouts growing up and everything and learned all the, the ways that you're supposed to be out in the woods. Aww. And this has worked for him in the past. As, as far as I know, it's the first 73-acre wildfire he's ever started as a result of his uh, going to the restroom. So uh, it's news to him. <laughs> and it certainly, it apparently, I think, had worked out before for him. And uh, he just, uh, poor guy. I kind of feel bad for him. Now he's on the hook. Yeah. And we all have a mental picture of him that probably you wouldn't want to have out there. I mean, I don't even know the guy. Well, this the only picture I have is him on the side of the path doing his business. Yep. With all of those, all that spandex on with all of the sponsorship <laughs> all over it. <laughs> he's just not- He's, he's not in the Tour de France. He's not. Uh, but you know those people that you see that are biking outside. You know, you see them and they're all decked out. Yeah, like yeah. who's sponsoring you? Yeah, yeah. I always think of those people, the ones who aren't actually going to lose any weight. You know, they're the oh, type yeah. people. Who say, you know what? I need to start losing weight. The first thing they do is they go buy, you know, a thousand dollars worth of clothes to wear while right. they lose weight. Eight hundred dollar bicycle. Yeah, I'll see you when you gain fifty more pounds. Next story. Uh, apparently, we've all been yawning incorrectly. What? Yes, and Gwyneth Paltrow has the answers. Mm. Hold on a second. I've never gone to this. Uh, this is I take it this is off of her website, Goop. Goop, what an awesome name. Now, Goop.com, is that, uh, is that a sponsored site? It's just hers? Or, because Nickelodeon all- uh, sponsors Goop. You know, it's that little kid. <laughs> you know, you play with it, and it in the in the plastic thing. I thought that was a splat. I didn't know that was a Goop. We just went from poop to Goop. I know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, 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 it's only uphill from here, yeah. I hope. So, uh Gwyneth Paltrow is basically, this is a lifestyle blog where she's always telling people how to do it right from her elitist, weird point of view. Like, right. what was the thing when she and her husband, who's the dude from Coldplay? Chris, uh, yeah, that yeah, guy. That guy. Yeah. Chris, Cold, Chris Coldplay. I won't say his name. Uh, Chris Martin. Chris I Martin, I think. Yes. Uh, when they broke up, they decided this Conscious thing, uncoupling. Yeah, we, we're not like other people who mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, broke up. You know, we're better than we're everyone else. We're not broken. We're we're reinventing. That's right. What it means to break up. <laughs> Everything beautiful. is so so. She can't just yawn like the rest of us. She has to say, "Oh no, there's a proper way to yawn." A yogi taught her. Oh well, she then. was yawn- She was stifling a yawn in front of him, and I'm sure he was like, <gasps> "Don't stifle the yawn." A real yogi would have smacked her in the head. Is that what yogis do? They Sometimes smack. they do. Yeah, they're like <laughs> those Zen guys. Yeah, yeah. You'll be meditating, and they'll come around with a stick and crack you on the back of the head. That's what Chris Martin did. You want to? Yeah, That's wanna, why they're <laughs> consciously uncoupled. Yeah, they consciously uncoupled for the same reason that yeah. people in Hollywood have been consciously uncoupling forever. They can't stay faithful to one another. And they hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> so part of this is say, part of the instruction on how to do this is to make sure that you tear up. Like that that's how you know that you're producing a quality mm. yawn. And I feel like I tear up a lot when I yawn. Uh well then you're doing it right, I, I guess. I guess so, but I thought, oh, this maybe I'm like I'm just a Oh, expert. you're special. I, yeah, I've just oh. been doing it yeah. this way. You're better my than the rest life. of us yes. with your yawning. Obviously. That's why I'm closer uh, to um, uh, open-minded spirituality. You're a yawnist is what you are. You Listen, look down upon others. Fault. You're it's not an my elitist. fault. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, remember a few months ago she was going to try to live like a poor person for a week? <laughs> yeah, how only much? $22 like, a day? Yeah, she made it like four days. And first of all, before she did that, she posted a picture of what she bought at the store. <laughs> avocados. Yeah, avocados and kale, which, you know, all, all your oh, impoverished and li- like people. Like a bunch of limes or something. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. She couldn't real, she didn't realize how you couldn't live on that sort of thing. So she's always telling us all how to do everything. First of all, shouldn't yawning be, isn't that something you don't have to be taught? 
Are there some things you just don't have to be taught? You know taught? what, Eric? Okay, so children don't need to be taught, but right. as we grow up, we yes. start getting, mm-hmm. cla- our minds are clouded mm-hmm. with, you know, everyday mm-hmm. stressors and yeah. the minutia of living, and we need to be more childlike in our yawns, have where you, seen- you open your jaw, <laughs> and you just <laughs> open it, and Is Gwyneth can. still talking? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he is not for Gwyneth Paltrow. You're boring. I can't stand her. You, wow. I don't even know what, what movies. I don't even see her in movies. I don't. She means nothing to me. But she's been she famous for a very long for a time. Shallow Hal. <laughs> Isn't she the one who does the fake English accent all the time? Oh yes. Right. She she's was in that movie like with Ethan Hawke, the remake of uh, uh, Great Expectations. She did that with Ethan. Yeah, Hulk. I'll never oh, see that. Oh, and that that, was a that, that uh, Shakespeare in Love. She was in that. That eh, was all right. Give me another story. Sure. Uh, Kim Kardashian has oh, asked- Oh, from Gwyneth Paltrow to Kim Kardashian. <laughs> These are the Im- people that are Go back to the important. guy in the woods. <laughs> it's all it's open. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. So Kim Kardashian uh, asked Twitter for an mm. edit feature, and uh, someone important in Twitter, I think he was like the fa- help founder. The head or, twit uh, guy? Yeah. The head the tweet. Twit. The twit head? Yeah, uh, he said it was a great idea. So she said, she tweeted, I just emailed Twitter to see if they can add an edit feature so that when you misspell something, you don't have to delete and repost it. Let's well, see. why would the Kardashians have to worry about misspelling something? I'm just quite brilliant people. Why would they need this edit feature? Oh, I don't misspell anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it'd be really nice for the people who have a lot of trouble misspelling things. Yeah, I saw this story and it said that they finally got back to her, like immediately got back to her and yeah. said, yeah, that'd be a good idea. Like they've never... Ever thought of this idea? I know. Does it just take some yep. stupid popular celebrity to be like, hey, you should have an edit feature? You oh can God. edit on Facebook. You can edit anywhere else, and you've never you been able what? to ed- uh, edit on on Twitter. It is kind of interesting that they only have what is it, 140 characters? 140. Yeah, 140 it is. characters, and no way to like take back. They should just yeah. re- remove the delete feature too. Be like, sorry, you did it. You're busted. They, they yeah. should put all this stuff on a buffer system. The way now, I guess in Gmail, yeah. you can you can set it so you always have a minute. To pull a ma- uh, an email back to undo that to angry undo. email your, to your boss. Well, there's the un- there's that. I mean, I th- I don't know if a minute is going to be enough for that. But usually, what happens is you you want to make fun of somebody that's on the chain, and you forget that you reply to all rather than you reply to one person. Uh-huh. And that in that situation, yeah, I'd like a minute to get it back. Uh, <laughs> sure. But I, 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 anything that you post, why not have thirty seconds, sixty seconds to go? Eh, that didn't look. Right, that's you know, pull it back. But it's hilarious to me that the guy from Twitter responds to Kim Kardashian as if he's never heard this idea before. What that you could edit something that you've actually posted to the internet? Maybe he's a big fan. What a brilliant, brilliant idea! Thank yeah. you, Kim Kardashian. You're Please welcome. send us more. Of, what you have any other great ideas for us for um, the world? I guess like uh, there should be a way to take a selfie where you just say, hey, selfie me. And it automatically takes this like really awesome picture. And the camera just does it for you. Thanks. I don't have a problem. Bye. (laughs) I don't have a problem with with Kim Kardashian because (laughs) she, uh, you know, she. I'm glad you don't have a problem with me. Well, I mean, you're an entrepreneur to a certain extent. Have you seen my pictures, my selfie Well, that's what I'm What bothers me is that people buy this book. It doesn't bother me that you have the book. It bothers me that uh, people buy a book that's all selfies of you. And I would imagine that they don't just buy it and bring it home and throw it in the trash. So they open it up and they actually leaf through it. It's really pretty. I don't get what a person could get out of that. Like, I'm looking at pictures of you, your selfies. 
My um, bone structure is really awesome. It just is naturally this way. I don't get any fillers or Botox or uh, contouring or anything. This is just... So I need 300 pages of this to realize? Just to teach you that you're doing something wrong with your life because you don't look like me. Aha. You're welcome. A couple more WTF stories when we return. Welcome back. Brad Nitz. Channel 2's Brad Nitz calling for a high of 90 degrees today. Sun and clouds mixed with isolated storms. Just a 20% chance of rain. This weather brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Autumn, from summer to autumn. Another hey. WTF story, please. Uh, sure. So a French Scrabble champion turns out not to speak any French at all. Okay, so he's not a French Scrabble champion. No. He's oh, the Scrabble I'm sorry. He champion. was a Scrabble champion. <laughs> no, but he's a French Scrabble. Okay. He is the Scrabble champion of France by winning the, the tournament, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But He needed to know all these French words. Yes, he did. But he himself... No, no French. He, he doesn't. He speak don't French. know no French. He doesn't speak French. Right. <laughs> Which is so. Where's he from? He's from New Zealand. So uh, I saw a picture of this guy. He's got uh, this uh, long beard. Yes, he's like a mountain man. Yeah, he may. So he's one of these uh, like uh, Rain Man type people. I'm guessing. Like he can. Yes, he can he's got win, a photographic memory. He can. He can win a Scrabble tournament in a in a language that he. We can't even say not fluent in. He just doesn't know the language at all. So he just memorizes things. Right, the Francophone dictionary. He, he just, Scrabble dictionary. He memorized so, it all. So it's like the way the Beatles used to sing in German. Like, it's just phonetically. Like, they had no idea what they were singing. It was right. just like, just, sleep, dick, da, da. Just, like, just say it and not know what it means. And like he, ABBA, too. Didn't ABBA do that at first? I think they probably did. So yeah. they're just phonetically doing other languages. But when you're doing that as a, as a musical group, you do know what you're saying because you know it's a translation of the song that you wrote. This guy is way over the top in the sense that he just photographically can memorize an entire dictionary mm-hmm. in French and not have any idea what the meanings are and then put them in enough context to win the Scrabble thing, which, fine. I hate Scrabble. Can I tell you this? I hate Scrabble. Why is that? Well, I don't play games. I play no games. Uh, but my family plays Scrabble quite a bit. And this is the one thing I know about Scrabble. It leads to really really uh violent arguments in, mm-hmm. in my family it's to me it's like it's like it's like listening to like, like when your parent you grow up and your parents are always fighting that's what scrabble is to me if i'm listening downstairs in another room and my family is fighting that means they made the horrible decision to play scrabble it's not like <laughs> monopoly will just put you to sleep no one's ever finished a game of Monopoly, but Scrabble, people get into it enough to really, really... And then you've got the things, the little wooden things they can throw at each other. There's blood. Yeah. There's, there, there, if you there, throw there. them hard enough, they'll just stick right in your skin like a throwing star. Don't think that I have not made emergency room <laughs> visits <laughs> based on this sort of thing. So I don't, I, I don't... I don't. And this guy, yeah, maybe he can win a Scrabble tournament in France, even though he doesn't speak any mm-hmm. French, but I bet you he can't... I, I'll bet you he cannot speak to a lady in any language. <laughs> This would be my guess. Because <laughs> he's very, when you're really, really good at stuff like that, usually socially, yeah, kind right. of awkward. I, so I can speak to ladies. Is that your New Zealand uh, Scrabble my, champion thing? My name's Nigel. <laughs> I'm from New Zealand. I've got ah. a long beard and I talk to ladies all the time. My mum's a lady and I live with her. Oh, your sister's a lady too. My sister's a lady. You have a girlfriend. You have a, the, the wife, uh, you know, a mistress of some kind. Computer girlfriend. Yes. She's online. She's from <laughs> yeah. the U. 
the the you, where's she from again, Mum? She's her name's from Lisbon. She's from Lisbon. Yeah. Her name's Elizabeth from Lisbon. At least it's not Siri. So. Siri's also very kind to me. <laughs> so uh, I've got yeah. a photographic memory. I would not like to be this guy. Like usually, I celebrate people like this, but I don't know how much of an achievement it is. His brain is just a, a camera. That's all it is. Right. It's just a camera. He doesn't have to even understand the information that he's able to digest mm. and push back out. So but, I don't know. I don't think that he'd be the guy that you would want. You know, if you had to solve a problem. I don't think that he would necessarily, his brain, it, you would think this means he's really smart, sure. but I think it just means that he's just gifted in a certain way, and I don't think that those skills translate into anything else, really, besides winning Scrabble tournaments all over the world. I'm very good at <laughs> card games as well. I count the cards. My mum made me leave the games with her because I counted all the cards. Oh, that's true. Isn't that true? That's why I said it, Eric. You started Scrabble because your mom got (laughs) tired of losing to you. She was tired of me playing the card games with her. I don't know people from New Zealand, so I have no idea if that's a good New Zealand or a bad one. In New Zealand, we say fish and chips. I don't know that that's true. What I do know, there's plenty of outrage (laughs) in this world. How about that for a seg? And when we get back, it'll be Outrage Corner with English Nick.